Welcome to Slingstones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey. Proudly brought to you by Healing Care Ministries. Now here's your host, Terry Wardle. I hope you don't mind, but I want to talk about my new book that's going to be out later this summer. It's called From Broken to Beloved, A Journey of Awakening. It's all about the wonder that God has placed inside of each and every one of us. I know that you're aware I've said it over and over again, but that we live in a world that's constantly telling us that as we are, we're not enough, that we need to measure up to have the deepest longings of our lives met. Well, I think that message is hurting a lot of people, and it's also leaked into the church. The truth of the matter is that God has made people with incredible gifting inside filled us with wonder and gifts, and he wants to call that forth in life. And that's one of the reasons I wrote this book. I was motivated particularly by an individual that just couldn't see the wonder that God had placed inside, and in the end, decided to choose out of life. Ever since that shocking day when I learned that, I have spent more and more time wanting to tell people that there is an endowment inside that is breathtaking and stunning in its beauty, and that we all have worth, and we all have value, and that one of the reasons God gave us Jesus Christ is to call that forth. So anyhow, you can pre-order it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble and other bookstores, and it'll arrive quickly. It's supposed to be out no later than the first week of September and possibly sooner. I hope you'll think about getting it. It's about 280 pages long. It's a paperback. It also has, after every particular chapter, which there are 19, Uh, spiritual exercises that can help you go deeper in your awareness of all that God has given in order that we can move from thriving, from surviving, I'm sorry, to thriving because of the grace of God. Well, let me pray. Father, I felt led of you to write this book. I place it in your hands. I ask that your good spirit would move in our hearts today as we talk about a theme very similar to this theme. The people that are listening, they're just wonderful, Lord. They're your folks. And often we come with certain needs, and it is my prayer that something I say today will encourage hearts. I ask this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. So on the third Saturday of every month, I participate in a prayer meeting called The Third Hour the third hour of prayer. I I just attended. I have literally nothing to do about it. It was started by Joe High. He is a friend of mine. He was a corporate executive that had responsibilities globally, and yet a deep, deep love for Jesus and a life filled with prayer. And so Joe started this ministry called the third hour of prayer. And there are probably close to 100 people that get online and participate in this, and it is usually a time in which Joe shares a very inspirational word, where the scriptures are read, where we hear testimonies from other people, and the theme song is Make Me a House of Prayer. May the fire in my heart never go out, Lord, make me a house of prayer. Now, 
this particular prayer meeting, which you could find if you go on the internet, um, it's primarily African-American men and women. As a matter of fact, I was on just today, and I think myself and one other individual, maybe there were two Asians, myself, and the rest of them were African-American leaders, and their prayer lives are so rich and so inspiring, and it helps me a great deal. But let me, let me talk to you about why I wanted to share this today. As the meeting began, and everybody's online, and they could see one another, people began to talk and say hi back and forth. And I noticed the way they did it. They've known each other forever, but none of them said, hi, Bill, hi, Mary. They, they honored one another. And I heard things like this. Hi there, Deacon. Hi. Good to see you today. Mother Harris, I'm so glad you're there. Minister Smith, I was thinking about you this week, and then someone would call each other brother, and they would call each other sister, and I didn't hear hardly a single individual refer to themselves by simply, uh, to others by their first name. In, in every single occasion, they were referring to them with some statement of dignity, brother, sister, deacon, minister, mother. Now, on one level, there is such civility to that. But on the other, what really grabbed me was this sense of honor and dignity that they were publicly recognizing with one another. Now, I know some of these people very well, and they're close friends. But in this moment... They recognized each other in the most humble and respectful way. I I think also there was a, a feeling inside that by them doing this, they were placing their relationships in the context of the community of Christ. They weren't all brothers and sisters, but they referred to each other that way as a way of saying we're part of the whole family of God together. And there was something about that that was very moving to me. As a matter of fact, there were wonderful things that happened today in the prayer meeting, but that's the one thing that really captured me. And I've heard them do this many, many times. Yet today I couldn't get off of it. Their willingness to speak honor and dignity and belonging, it was was very moving to me. And I began to think about, well, what I talked about in the introduction here of the degree to which the world just seems to try to beat people up, constantly telling us we're not enough, wanting us to somehow show that we have value. And yet, in this particular moment, what we see is a group of people who themselves, in the writings of Howard Thurman, would say have been marginalized many, many times. They don't look at one another the way the world might look at them, but they see each other with the honor and dignity that God has placed inside of them, and they treat each other in that way. It made me think about what I could do today 
to reach out and touch some people and let them know that they really matter to me. I've been thinking a lot about a friend. I've lost touch with this friend over the years. We've had a little bit of connection, but he was a ground of being for me when I was growing up. His name was David Gary. Dave Gary, his dad was the funeral director in our little town, and I spent more time in that home than any other home besides my own. I would go over there and go upstairs to where they lived above the funeral home, and I would be greeted, and we would eat, and we would share, and his mom and dad always treated me well, and David was my close friend all the way through high school, and even in college, we stayed connected, and yet over time, as time took me to many other places across this country, we just didn't spend as much time together. And so recently, I decided to send a little message to he and his wife, Diane, and say, you really matter to me. And I want you to know that. And there are some other people that are listening, usually listen to these podcasts, and they matter to me. My cousin Becky listens a lot, and I'm really grateful for that. I see that a friend of mine from high school named Erica sometimes gets on, and Judy a neighbor down the road, and a friend of mine named Tom Solomon, who I went to school with. And we haven't talked for a long, long time, but I'm going to find more concrete ways to let them know they matter. That no matter what the rest of the world might be saying or the pressures that they might be facing, they are they're special because God has made them that way. And they have within inside them this incredible endowment of God. On average, about 12 or 1,300 people listen to these slingstones, these episodes. And every one of you is priceless before God. That's why Jesus crossed the universe. That's why God's face shines upon you. And that we need to be reminded of that over and over and over again in a world that, well, often sends very contradictory messages in a world of competition and comparison. It's important for individuals just hear somebody say that you are a gift and that you matter. I wonder if you would do that today. I wonder if you'd think about someone, maybe even pray about it, that could use a good word. Give them a call, send them a card, an email, a text, an Instagram, a Facebook, a shout out, whatever it is, and just let them know that they're valuable, that you realize the importance they play in life itself and more specifically in your life. You'll never know the degree to which that moment of respect ministers to them today. I saw it on, on this online Zoom prayer meeting as I watched person after person speak back and forth with words of dignity and honor. Brother Doug, Deacon Darrell, Mother Harris, all with honor, all with dignity. And I know it lifted my spirits. And it wasn't even directed at me, but I was part of it. It was saying we're all part of this family, this community of God. 
And because of that, there is great value, and we need to honor that value. You're valuable. The Father in heaven is not positioned against you. He's for you. And I am so honored that you would spend even these 15, 17 minutes listening to what I have to say. I want to encourage you this particular day. And so, brother, my sister, may you know that you are precious in the eyes of God and important to me. By the way, I love it when people come up to me at a seminar and I've not met them and they tell me that they listen to Slingstones and we get to meet each other. If you come to a seminar, if we get to see each other face to face, make sure that you let me know you're doing this because it matters. But right now in this setting, let me say, that God has given you everything you need for life and godliness. You are cherished by him. The Bible itself says that you are his workmanship and the crown of his creation. And may you hear me say, you matter. I'm so glad you're here. And may the blessing of God be upon you this day.